Hello and welcome to Mashley at the Movies. I'm Ashley. I'm Matt. And I'm Sean. And this is another episode in our 12 Days of Christmas, where each day leading up to Christmas, we're talking about a holiday-themed film. And today's movie is from 1980, and it's called Christmas Evil, and Sean's going to tell us about it. Yeah, so the plot of Christmas Evil um, concerns um, a man named Harry, who's kind of, um, it seems, straddling uh, the fence of uh, (laughs) dipping into insanity. But he's, uh, ever since his childhood, he's been um, obsessed with Christmas and particularly Santa Claus. Um, so the movie follows kind of his slow descent into um, making sure that everyone is in the proper holiday spirit <laughs> and uh, making sure that the uh, believers in Santa Claus are identified. And uh, so it's kind of a slow descent into, uh, let's say, uh, insanity. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's kind of a kind of a plot in a nutshell. Yeah. Um, this was a movie that I had never heard of until about uh, two weeks before we watched it. I forget how I heard about it, but it came across my radar. And it's in this sweet spot of like, it came out in 1980, which was an era of movies, horror movies anyway, like, you know, Prom Night, uh, Terror Train, that kind of thing, where they're not good movies, really. But they're, they're good in, in the sense of like, they're watchable and they're kind of fun mm-hmm. horror movies yeah. um, that aren't great. Mm-hmm. And I was expecting that from this because you know it makes it like Christmas Evil, right? Crazy Santa Claus mm-hmm. goes around supposedly killing people. I'm like, all right. Except it's not. If I actually had to liken it to anything, it reminded me of the movie Joker, which just came out last year, uh, in in several ways. But um, yeah, I I have to. I mean, I, I respect this movie. It sounds kind of weird to say that, but you know, it was uh, written and directed by a guy named Lewis Jackson who um, I think I read afterwards that he thought of this when he was high on marijuana <laughs> and s- thought about an evil Santa Claus or something like that. Mm-hmm. But, um, I mean, we're like 40 to 50 minutes in, and it's still just basically a character study on, on the main character. Um, and not a lot outside of that is really happening. I mean, it's Christmas season, and there's holiday parties, so, I mean, let me tell you, though, one of my favorite parts is the holiday parties in this movie. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, our, our main character, Harry, played by Brandon Maggard, um, he's uh, mentally unstable. He has a brother, played by Jeffrey DeMoon, who, you know, has been in Walking Dead and a whole bunch of other good stuff. Uh, the Green Mile, I mean, yeah. So he's, or, or Shawshank, I don't one of those two. But, you know, good, uh, good guy, good character actor. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, so... It's just we're watching. We're watching. I, I mean, Sean really nailed it with the with the description. I mean, we're watching Harry descend into madness before he then goes on a Christmas Eve, Christmas night killing spree. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. This is such an odd movie. Um, it, if you go into it expecting a slasher film, I think you will be disappointed because it, it's not that. It, it, it is a psychological study of this man and. But what are, I think I liked it better than either one of you, but I was just really impressed with this guy's performance. I don't think I've ever seen him before. Um, or if I do, I don't remember it. But, I mean, this is a fully committed um, performance, and he was very convincing. And it's just very creepy. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
you know, he, he is sort of becoming Santa Claus, complete with, you know, books of the good children and the bad children. And he's, I think some of the creepiest scenes are him spying on, you know, through windows, looking at kids and mm-hmm. noting down their good or bad behavior. And it's just very odd. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, 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 I liked it. <laughs> Somehow I managed to like it. Um, the favorite, yeah, you mentioned the party scenes. That's some of my favorite scenes. He, he ends up somehow in this Christmas party and he ends up giving this speech to the kids that is just bonkers. And, <laughs> and yeah, I, I've never seen anything quite like it. Um, I'm actually surprised there were kids at that off at that Christmas party. Yeah. It seemed to be a very adult Christmas party. Yeah, yeah, they weren't there at first, but then they kind of herded them in to, to meet him. Yeah, um, it was like an old Knights of Columbus party. Or something. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's a very uh, strange film. It um, it entered my radar. Um, I was telling Matt and Ashley, uh, a friend of mine that wrote for this old fanzine that I did reviewed it, and so I kind of became aware of it at the time, but I never saw it. But yeah, it uh, you know it kind of it sets itself up early in the film with like the childhood trauma. So I kind of thought I knew where it was going. There's, you know, especially in the eighties, there's, there's slasher gore films that kind of set the precedent early in the film where the kid experienced some childhood trauma. Like there's a movie called pieces that is, it's also bonkers, but it's, it's, it's like a kind of a gore fest thing where, you know, it sets the stage with the childhood trauma. There's another one called maniac, um, which is, very unlikable film and got a lot of, um, even horror fans, kind of some horror fans have a hard time with that one. But yeah, you know, it's always the character's slow descent and the madness. And this really isn't that. It's it's definitely, I, I would have a hard, like you said, I have a hard time calling this a horror film. I mean, he's obsessed with Christmas in such a way that the apartment's decorated head to toe with the Christmas gear. The chalkboard on the wall must be a running countdown to Christmas all year. I noticed, like, in the beginning of the film, it's 55 days till Christmas. But, yeah, and it, it did get – it was creepy when he's, he's you know, the binocular scene, watching the kids and keeping track of them. But it's – I wouldn't say camp, but I don't – it almost borders campy black comedy at times. But, you know, I John Waters definitely, definitely um, – gave this the thumbs up and I think it, I mean, it should be right in his wheelhouse, whether it is or isn't, you know, intentional. It's just, it, it walks a very strange and very varied line between what it wants to be. Um, yeah. And as far as like, you know, actually getting down to the, uh, murderous rampage. I mean, it's, there's not too much of that. And then, I mean, there, you know, so I, yeah, I have a hard time classifying it. I, I, I did like it. I mean, it's, you know, it's its own thing, and you got to respect that for sure. Yeah, I think that's where I have my respect for it at, is because it's it's not really a slasher flick, Mm-mm. which I was expecting, and it's I don't know what to describe it as. I don't yeah. know what category it fits into, but, um, I mean, Christmas movie, maybe, kind of. Yeah. Slasher movie, eh, and it's not really horror I mean, it's funny. People call something horror if, like, folks get killed, like, slap, or, or there's a knife involved and people yeah. get killed. I don't, I think that's a little a little too expansive of a definition for horror. And 
I think this is I don't know how I don't know how I'd categorize this. Yeah. I do know that on the, on the we got the Blu-ray for it and there's a quote from John Waters. She calls it the greatest Christmas movie ever made. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I maybe a little much. But. Well, and so, you know, I don't want to give anything away, but in the beginning too, he breaks the snow globe and then he he cuts his finger purposely, right? And lets mm-hmm. the blood bleed onto the snow globe. And I'm thinking, I mean, at that point is he, <laughs> it's like he's making a pact of some sort with Christmas. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what to think of that scene, but that, you know what, that there were some interesting shots in it. And I did like, um, you know the opening scene with the brothers and the mother, and you know behind the behind the staircase, and then that's yes. kind of mirrored at the, you know, that's mirrored in other places in the movie. And there's some neat neat shots of like suburbia lit up um, mm-hmm. for Christmas that are pretty cool. It's just it it uh, it works at its own pace, and um, I don't know if that helps it or hinders it. <laughs> I don't really. I mean, it takes its time, and it's a slow burn, and I know how. People always like movies that they say are slow burns, you know. But well, not always. But people are <laughs> they respect a slow burn, and in this case, yeah, I ha- it did have me checking my watch. Like, when is something <laughs> actually going to happen? But um, yeah, I don't know. It's actually left me kind of scratching my head. And the first time I ever saw it was yesterday, so I'm still processing it. And it yeah. Well, I noticed that uh, the actor who plays Harry, the, the, the I guess you would call the star of the show. He actually turned uh, 87 this month. So. Oh, wow. Oh. So, and he, he's not, and it's all, I mean, is he even considered, he's like basically an anti-hero, right? That's how it's, he's presented yes. as a murderer, but then also. Yeah, I think anti-hero is a good description. I mean, there's, there's scenes in this where, <laughs> I'm laughing, <laughs> now, but where, you know, he is in a neighborhood, right? And uh, I forget what neighborhood it is, but. Um, the, the bulletins are already out. Like, don't trust anyone dressed as Santa Claus. <laughs> that was good, yeah. And, you know, there's a standoff between like, him and the parents, and then the kids are by him. And anyway, he gets away, and he starts, like, running around the neighborhood. And somehow, this neighborhood, people just have torches at the ready. <laughs> and they're, they're, there's a scene where, like, of everyone just quickly grabbing torches. And, uh-huh. and then they Family go, that are carrying switchblades. Yeah. <laughs> and so they, they, they chase him through the streets. Like, it's like Frankenstein's mom yeah. or something. And... Uh, and then later on, they they uh, they seem to follow him just all over town. But <laughs> but what I thought about in that scene was I was rooting for him. Yeah, like I was wanting him not to get caught. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is the really creepy Santa Claus murderer <laughs> dude. Yeah, but yeah, it's uh, well, that's yeah. something special, right? That, <laughs> yeah, that you have a character that's you know that insane and, and doing these horrible things, but you're still rooting for him. It's, I, it, it's definitely I think they're definitely going for some comedy here yeah uh, I mean I love the scene where he, he's trying to get down the chimney and he, and he gets stuck he can't yeah. get down I, there's it's just full of like, well they definitely know, they included references. some like social commentary in there mm-hmm. too with like news clips on the TV and like I said I think a lot of it I wouldn't I don't know that it got down to class but it's definitely you know the the shots of the uh, factory owner vacationing in whatever island he was on right. and suggesting that the workers, the blue-collar workers, contribute mm-hmm. to the mm-hmm. um, Christmas fund for the misfortunate... And, sorry about that. Um, <laughs> yeah, so there was some of that in there as well. It was a quite a potpourri of themes going on in this one. And, uh, yeah. yeah. It's interesting. And I, like I said, I, I, give, I respect it because it's... Yeah, it's not a dumb slasher flick. 
No, I'm, it's not not. Sure, I'm not sure what it is. I'm not sure what it is. Is right. Yeah, but definitely not. It wasn't dumb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what would you give it out of ten, Sean? I mean, I struggle. I, I have no basis of comparison to you know <laughs> almost to like score this one. I mean, I didn't. I probably wouldn't watch it all the time. I mean, it's interesting, and I probably I might go as high as a, a seven, maybe <laughs> six point five seven. I it's just. So unique. Yeah, I'm going to give it a six and a half. Well, as expected, I'm going higher. I'm going with an eight. Wow, okay. And so, Sean, are you, where did you land at? Six and a half? Uh, I'm going to go six and a half, too. I, maybe upon repeated watchings, now that I, I guess I understand what I'm in for, but, you know, it's... It, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a seven from us. Um, it's on the tomato meter. It has a critic score fresh 75%. Audience score of 32%, <laughs> which doesn't surprise me. No. I'm glad I watched it, though. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. It's not going to be part of my annual Christmas viewing, for sure, but I thought it was, I thought it was well worth seeing, at least once. Yep, yep. All right. So um, thank you all for listening. Thank you. Thank you.